What's up, guys? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Singlehood Podcast, coming to you all with a brand new episode of the Mastering Singlehood Podcast new series titled Detox to Reset. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I've been greatly blessed thus far concerning the series. This series has done so much for me during this time as I am getting ready to close, you know, out this year of 2019, it has reminded me of the importance of detoxing myself to really prepare myself for all that God has for me. That includes the assignments that God has on my life. That includes the, you know, um, the, you know, blessings that God has for me. That includes the community that God is going to um, bless me with in the future. That includes, you know, certain ideas and goals and objectives that God has, you know, for me reserved for me to really be um, in tune with, to glorify him with, and to advance his kingdom, you know, um, by using these things that he's going to bless to be in my possession. And I believe it is the same for you all. So many of you guys, I feel you are waiting to do amazing things for the kingdom of God. And sometimes, you know, the struggle is in um, really um, grabbing hold of that. And so, you have the desire and you are willing but it's just that you don't know yet how to grab hold of that and how to start making things happen and so if that sounds like you you are right at home this episode is for you and i believe that you know again like previous series we've had on the podcast um the last episodes like this the finale to the series um is always to me i feel like the most important episodes of the series and so you are going to be greatly encouraged i believe and you're going to be greatly motivated to really to step into your next and your next is something that i've been sharing since our last mastering single life session and i feel that for many of us especially in the body of christ for many of us who are believers we have been waiting for something for so long to manifest in our lives and you know a lot of us you know we had reached a point where we felt like you know um you know what it was too good to be true and we didn't really have the motivation to continue to press on to that thing but the thing about god you know as we look in the bible and as we see different you know narratives that the bible shares with us is that nothing of good value you know nothing of greatness ever happened in a day you know even god's um service in the bible when you see people like joseph they all endured a process they all went through a process and you i don't know if you guys um, remembered but when we were talking about you know when we were talking about value and character in um one of our last series which was worth the wait you know i was i was teaching and, and, and explaining you guys to you guys that you know the process um is needed you know you can't really uh, receive the the promise without the process because the process in of in of itself right is what's going to allow us to um sustain the promise is what's going to allow us to manage the promise all right and without further ado i just want to go ahead and dive right into this episode um 
And for those of you guys who have no idea what I'm talking about concerning Detox Reset, please go ahead and listen to the previous episodes of the series. I'm telling you, you will be greatly blessed and encouraged. Um, And so, yeah, so let's just go ahead and dive in straight to this episode. Now, I want for you all to pay attention to these three points that we're going to be observing, right, on the episode tonight. And the point one, right? Point number one, fear. Point number two, consistency. And the third and last point, gratitude. Now we're going to be talking about these three points. And as we start talking about these um, three points, I want you guys to have this in your spirit to do what? Reject fear, be consistent, and be grateful. I'm going to go ahead and repeat that. Reject fear, be consistent, and be grateful. I believe, you know, what's so profound about these three points is that we all need to practice them. We all need to exercise them on a daily basis if we want to tap into our next, if we want to fulfill our God-given purpose, and if we want to execute successfully on every assignment that God has on our lives, for our lives, right? And on every goal or objectives or dreams that we aspire to reach, right? And so I want to just go ahead and talk about fear. Um, you know, fear, I believe, is one of the main things that cause us to die slowly. You know, um, for example, if we go back to the book of Genesis, when we learn about the fall of man, you know, when Adam and Eve was asked by God, you know, what what happened, right? And, you know, what is going on and stuff like that. They were trying to hid themselves away from God and they didn't want to admit to the Lord that, you know, they had sinned against him and they had eaten the fruit uh, from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so you can say they had a fear. So their fear was driving them to what? To disobedience. And technically their fear, right, had driven them out of the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden, we know, is also symbolic of the presence of God and of the um, you know relationship and the fellowship that um, Adam and Eve had with the Lord in that garden. And so I just wanted to quickly use that story to really show you guys where I'm going with this when it comes to fear. Fear is going to cause some of us to really to disobey God's calling and purpose in our lives. Fear is also going to cause many of us to not enter our next because our next will most often make us feel uncomfortable and most often our next is not what you know we've been used to in the past and sometimes our next is something that has never been done before in our you know in our family is something that we have never been aware of um of people doing in our neighborhood or in our workplace or in our um you know, in our small groups and so forth. And so we feel like, you know, since it's unusual or unfamiliar, there's no point for us to even tapping into it because we feel that we're going to fail before we even try. And so I want to encourage you guys today to reject fear. Reject fear. I understand it's not, you know, easy to do that right away, but you need to start training yourself, you know, during this detox to reset process to reject fear 
fear. Many of us, the reason why you feel like you're stuck or the reason why you feel like your life is unfulfilled is because you still have not said no to fear. You still have not rejected fear. So make up your mind tonight to reject fear. Make up your mind to not enter the year 2020 without rejecting fear. Because let me tell you something, you're not going to be able to have the access to certain blessings, to certain relationships, to certain opportunities if you do not reject fear. So fear has to go, right? And when I say fear has to go, I mean you need to understand you are above fear. It doesn't mean that fear will never be present, but fear was, is going to have to you know, submit to you. you go, you're going to be able to ma- be the master over your fear, be the master over your anxiety. You're going to be the one now that has the keys to know what to do to make sure that your anxiety doesn't consume you and your fear doesn't consume you or overpower you. You need to understand you have more power than fear and you have more power than anxiety. And as we're talking about fear, I just want to quickly go to Joshua 1 verse 9. Um, you guys know this is our routine, right? So if you have a Bible, go ahead and open Joshua 1 verse 9. But no worries. I understand some of you guys are listening to this episode while driving the car or while um, you're at break at work. So that's cool. I'm going to go ahead and read it for you all. Just follow along or just listen to the sound of my voice. Joshua 1 verse 9 says, Have I not commended you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Man, I just love that verse. And I like to dissect the verse, y'all. I like to dissect the word of God. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like there's a lot of verses that already preaches a sermon, that already gives a powerful message that I don't even have to add my word onto it. Now, as we just read Joshua 1 verse 9, I want you guys to pay attention to uh, the word commanded, to the word strong and courageous, and also to um, the phrase right here that says, do not be discouraged. You can go ahead and take notes if you want to. You can write down commanded, strong and encouraged, excuse me, courageous, and the phrase do not be discouraged. Now, let's focus on commanded, okay? So here is not just God telling Joshua and the Israelites, um, you know, to do something, you know, of, of, of little importance, right? So what the Lord had them to do, it was of great importance. And here when he is saying, when the word is saying that he said commanded, it's not like he's saying, oh, if you want to do it, Joshua, go ahead and do it. No. God was reinforcing to Joshua that he has to do it because, you know, him doing it is attached to their inheritance. Him doing it is attached to their blessings. Him doing it is attached to the promise that God had promised their, you know, ancestors long before Joshua was even born. And what it is, you know, What is it, in fact, God was commanding them to do? God was commanding them to enter the promised land. And in order for them to enter the promised land, God wanted for them to approach their enemies, approach their opponents. And he said to Joshua, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Wow. Now, I was always familiar with this phrase, right? Be strong and courageous. But something just, you know, just something just, you know, just woke up my spirit when I look now at 
the end of that phrase where it says do not be discouraged I don't know about you but I feel like a lot of you guys have been discouraged and this is God saying to you tonight do not be discouraged do not be discouraged and sometimes we could get discouraged when there are certain prayers that are not being um, answered and when our circumstances are not changing as fast as we would like for them to but God here is saying do not be discouraged God never wants for any of us to have a spirit of discouragement God always wants us to maintain our what encouragement and, and one of the ways that we can continuously be encouraged is by constantly being in communion with the Lord is by constantly reading his word to read narratives such as this one because when we can look back in the word of God and see how you know God was able to defend his people see how God was able to lift up his people bless his people then that serves as a reminder to us that God is going to do it in our lives God is going to do it in your life. You know, God is going to make you become the Joshua in your family. God is going to make you become the Moses in your family. But right now, God is telling you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Right now, God is telling you, take that next step. Take that next move and reject fear. Reject fear. Again, reject fear. If we look to... 1 Corinthians 22 verse 13 and I'm gonna tell you guys up front there's going to be some verses I would want to um, encourage you guys to highlight because these verses will serve as reminders um, for you to prepare for your next and to successfully detox to reset to finish this year of 2019 strong and to have an extraordinary 2020 1 Corinthians 22 verse 13 says, Then you will have success if you are careful to observe the decrees and laws that the Lord gave Moses for Israel. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. We see here there's a pattern just like Joshua 1 verse 9. Here God is saying again to the people, right? He's saying to them, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. So again, the Lord, he does not want us to be weak. He does not want us to be, you know, discouraged. And he doesn't want us uh, um, to be afraid. And what I love about this verse in particular is when it says, then you will have success if you are careful to observe the decrees and laws that the Lord gave Moses for Israel. So God is saying to us tonight, I believe that God is saying to all of us, not just one or two people, but I believe this is for all of us. God is saying to follow what he already told you to do. A lot of you guys, God already gave you instructions concerning what it is that he wants you to do in this season, concerning what it is that he wants you to do in the next three months of 2019 and concerning what he wants you to do in 2020, all right? I feel that a lot of us sometimes, you know, when we're stepping into a new season, we feel a lot of type of feelings. We feel anxious. We feel overwhelmed. And many of us, it's like we have a mixture of, you know, anxiety and as well as a mixture of excitement. But you don't have to be, you know, anxious or afraid, especially if you know yourself. God has given you the vision. God has given you the word. Now, all you have to do is follow that word. You see, 1 Corinthians 22, verse 13, <coughs> excuse me, it says, Then you will have success if you are careful to observe the decrees and laws 
that the Lord gave Moses for Israel? What is the dream that the Lord has given you in this season? Or what is the dream that the Lord has constantly, you know, have brought back to your memory? What is the word or the prophetic word that the Lord, you know, had um, made one of his servants share to you concerning your life? You need to go ahead and bring that back to your mind and pray about it, pray concerning it and asking God, Lord, you know, I know this was promised for me, right? I know this is your promise for my life. I know this is your word over my life, but how can I and the word become one? How can I see the manifestation of the word in my life in this season? How can I see the manifestation of your calling and your purpose in my life for the entirety of the year 2020 and this decade that is soon approaching us? All right, so we spoke on fear. And, you know, I'm, again, encouraging you guys to reject fear. Don't leave 2019 without rejecting fear because I'm telling you, if you do not reject fear before you step foot into 2020, you have already forfeited every single thing that God wanted to do for your life and every single thing that you have been constantly believing for God to do in your next season. The second point of tonight that we're going to discuss is consistency consistency oh my goodness it's a word that i love a lot um and it's a word that i live by for sure and um before we go ahead and talk about consistency i want to jump straight to first corinthians 15 verse 58 which says therefore my beloved brothers be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. We're gonna go ahead, y'all, don't worry, don't worry. Go ahead and drink that tea, go ahead. Ah, okay, let's go ahead and dissect this. Right off the bat, I see certain words that I want for us to pay close attention to and they are steadfast, immovable, and then the phrase, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And pay attention to the last phrase, the Lord, it says, knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. On the previous episode, right, we spoke about how as Christians, we supposed to always be active. God does not want us to be idle. God doesn't want us to be stagnant. And we broke, you know, the misconception um, that sometimes we, we get, you know, when we hear, you know, in the word of God and a lot of people, you know, telling us, you know, okay, be still and know that he's God. Be still. You don't have to worry about it. God is going to, you know, make it all happen in his perfect timing, yada, 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 which is true to an extent. So, you know, we know that God doesn't want us to worry. God wants us to cast our cares onto him, which is awesome. But at the same time, we need not to confuse being still in God, meaning that we're not doing anything. We're not doing the will of God. God wants you to always actively pursuing him. God is wanting you to actively, you know, read his word and doing his will and, you know, being the hands and feet of Jesus. God wants us to move and God wants us to actively manifest our purpose. Okay. And, um, going back to the first word that I said to pay attention to, um, from this verse, first Corinthians 15 verse 58, and it is that word steadfast. The word steadfast meaning to always be alert, all right? To always be on guard, steadfast. And then we see the word immovable. Immovable mean that nothing could phase you. You know, distraction is not powerful enough to remove your attention to what matters. 
you know you it doesn't matter what comes your way you're still focusing on the prize you're still focusing on completing that task you're still focusing on you know believing whatever it is that god says will come to pass in your life you're not focusing on your feelings you're focusing on the promise you're not focusing on um fear you're focusing on the truth of god's word for your life and it says again always abounding in the work of the lord you're constantly working at it. You're constantly working with what God has placed in your hands. You know, the Bible tells us, you know, the one who the one who had little, right, will still have uh, um, little. But the one who had will still keep having. And so, again, I'm paraphrasing y'all. So, um, basically, God is saying, if you have, you know, the little that you have, if you keep stewarding it well, he's going to increase more to you. But if you're complaining, you're saying, well, I don't have money, I don't have resources, I don't have the connections, then what? You're forfeiting yourself um, from even receiving more resources, more blessings. You know, you attract what you desire based on your attitude and based on what you're doing with your life. Um, for example, if you are wanting to, um, let's say if you're wanting to, um, say have a job right you know there's certain things right you have to put in place as your you know there's certain things that you have to put in place all the while you know hoping and believing to get that job and so you know you have to make sure your resume is well written you have to make sure you're actually applying to jobs you're trying to make sure that you're applying to certain agencies that um you know are able to give you the job that you are skilled in to have in the first place um and so you're you're even you know um, upgrading your wardrobe so that way when you do indeed go to the interviews you will be well dressed for success you know because first impressions really does matter so you know what to do in order for you to attract that job opportunity you know how to talk when you're going to be um, asked questions by an employer or by someone who represents a company so you've already studied the the things that you know that you need to know about um you know the job and the and the role that you have applied for and so it's the same for us right so when we're hoping to do something or when we're hoping to see the manifestations of the blessings of god we know then how to attract those blessings by having a good attitude by having a, a, a you know a determined um spirit to know that okay if god says this is going to be done in my life as i'm believing for it let me get myself ready to attain it let me get myself uh, you know ready to attract it to me to have it in my possession as we're speaking about consistency, right, I want to quickly go ahead and um, also read Galatians 6 verse 9, which says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. You know, when I think about consistency, right off the bat, I think of not giving up, right? So, you know, it says right there, in due season. So, in that verse, there is a promise attached to it, meaning... If I continue to do the work, and not just do the work, y'all. I feel like, you know, when it comes to God, God wants us to work with a cheerful heart. You know, he doesn't want you to work as if you already know in your heart, 
you know, this work is in vain and nothing's going to happen. No, God wants you while you're working, you're expecting for a breakthrough to come. You're expecting for the harvest to be great. And so it's saying here in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. And so God is telling you right now, if you do not give up, if you do, if you do not give up on seeking him, if you do not give up in prayer, if you do not give up in building up that work, that thing that he has placed in your hand in due season, you will reap a greater harvest for it many of you guys maybe perhaps you aspire to have your own business you aspire to have a master's degree you aspire to have a promotion in your career right in your job god is saying continue to work with excellent continue to work with a cheerful heart continue to be nice to your boss continue to be nice to your co-workers continue to work with a passion and a, and, and a determination and i'm gonna show you that you will indeed receive the due season. You will receive the blessings in the due season. From that being said, right, we spoke about fear. I've encouraged you, I have encouraged you guys already to reject fear, y'all. Don't step into the year 2020 without rejecting fear. We spoke about consistency and we could go on and on and see examples from the Bible of certain servants of the Lord who was consistent. We could see people like David and Joseph who were consistent even after many times of having seasons of isolation and having seasons where they were overlooked and having seasons where they felt like they were being, they were being hit, excuse me, left and right. They still kept on believing God and even in their disappointments they still kept on seeking God and reminding God of who he is and also reminding themselves of how far God brought them to you know how far brought excuse me God brought them from and um they constantly reminded themselves too of how good God is right of how good God was to them and is right and so speaking on that Let's go ahead and talk about the main point here, which is the last point of the night. Gratitude. 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 I can't stress this enough how important it is for us as believers to have a heart of gratitude. And listen, even if you're not a believer in Christ Jesus and, you know, you're you're new to this podcast or you're just, you know, you're not really um, well educated about the Christian faith. Whatever denomination you're from, whatever faith you have, if you don't believe in anything at all, welcome. I pray that um, you will be greatly encouraged by this episode as well. Let me tell you right now, it's so important for you to have a heart of gratitude. And I'll tell you why in a minute. When you are thankful for what you have, it just does something to your soul. It just bless you with peace. And it also allows you to attract, again, here's that word, it allows you to attract more blessings and more opportunities and people also are able to see you know that there's something different about you you know and when you have a heart of gratitude you're content you're satisfied with what you have you're not covering what you see other people have you know you're just satisfied with what the lord has placed in your heart in your, in your heart in your life let's go ahead and quickly read matthew 23 verse 12 and matthew 23 verse 12 says this for those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted i'm gonna say it again for those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted y'all let me go ahead and say this you will never find a humble person who is not also a grateful person that's just 
you know that just doesn't exist okay if you see someone is humble has a humble spirit that person i'm telling you is a person that has a heart of gratitude is a person that's always thanking god every day and it's the person that's also appreciative to those that the lord has placed in their life to bless them to those that the lord has placed in their life to uplift them and to encourage them and those who have propelled them closer to their destiny closer to fulfilling their purpose their god-given purpose and here in the verse it says those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted let me tell you when you're thankful and grateful to the lord of where he brought you you know and how far you've come and you're saying thank you god for taking me out of the pit and for seeing me in high places for healing me of my sickness my disease for giving me money to pay my bills, for giving me food to eat, water to drink, a home to live in. Let me tell you, that moves the heart of the Father. That moves the heart of God to continue on, keep on blessing you. You know, I'm not saying that, uh, um, for example, you know, a lot of times we, you know, we preach that, you know, um, God gives us grace. And so it's not by our works that, you know, we are blessed and so forth. Okay, I, I get that. We understand. But we see here that God, too, is moved by our gratefulness, by our thanksgiving to him. And I can go ahead and prove that to you by sharing to you the story, the narrative that we are familiar with in Luke 17, verse 17 to 18. Listen closely. This is Jesus speaking. And he said, you know, Jesus said, were not the ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Where there are not any found to return and give glory to God, except this foreigner? Now, flashback here. Jesus is talking about the ten that he healed of, lep of their um, leprosy, right? And out of the ten, only nine y'all came back to thank Jesus. And he was a foreigner. And I believe the reason why, you know, Jesus himself pointed it out in scripture is for us to be reminded of how important it is for always, you know, for us to always go back to God and thank him for the blessing. You know, let me give you guys a quick example. Perhaps maybe in your childhood, right, when it was Christmas Day, you opened up the gift from mommy and daddy and this gift, y'all, I'm telling you, it was the Xbox 360. It was that brand new um it was that new cd excuse me right of your favorite singer or perhaps it was a ticket to go to a concert um you know that you was hoping to go to in the near future right and you received that gift on christmas day you were so excited about the gift you went to your room with the gift you started texting your friends about the gift and you started posting the gift on social media right but guess what you forgot to thank the giver of the gift. And the only thing the giver of the gift was expecting to hear from you is thank you. They weren't expecting you to buy them and return a diamond bracelet. They weren't expecting you in return to buy them a bow tie, but they were expecting for their son or daughter to say, thank you so much, mom. Thank you so much, dad. I greatly appreciated that gift. It's the same thing too with our Father God. The Bible lets us know that God will never withhold any good gifts from us. But at the end of the day, y'all, it's so vitally important. It's so important for us to know that when God blesses us, we need to let him know that 
We are grateful for the blessing. And not even that, y'all. Let's go deeper. Don't wait for God to bring the blessing for you to thank him. Thank him in advance for the blessing. Thank him for what it is he's already doing in your life. Thank him for whatever it is he has already given to you. Amen. And so I think that it's important for us as we are taking this moment to detox, to reset, to include having a heart of gratitude and practicing gratitude every single day. Take time out of your day and reflect of all the Lord has done for you. Take time out of your day to just see everything that God has placed in your life. You know, we could get so distracted and carried away by social media and start comparing our lives to other people that we forget that what we have, there is at least one individual in this world that does not have it and that is hoping and praying to have it. So it's so important, y'all, to not brush away the blessings that God has already deposited in your life. And to make sure every single day to thank him. Don't let a day go by without you thanking God and saying, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let me rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, thank you for a new day. Thank you for blessing me, for waking up alive and well in your presence this morning. You know, thank you because I'm able to see, you know, there's some people, unfortunately, they were born blind or they became blind. They can't see, but you, you have two sets of eyes and nothing is wrong with your eyes. You are able to see crystal clear vision, 2020 vision. Do you know there's some people that is on weird chill, excuse me, weird chills right now? Wheelchairs, they're not even able to stand up, walk, but hallelujah, you're able to walk. Some of you guys, you know, sometimes you forget that there's people who have never said a word in their life, they're mute, but you're able to talk. <laughs> you know, you don't have no trouble, you know, you know, learning in school while there's some people that have great difficulty learning in school. Sometimes we could brush those things away because we feel like as though everybody has that ability. But let me tell you something. No, that's not true. Not everybody is fortunate to have those abilities that you have. And even though it seems like it's normal for everyone to have them, but unfortunately, not everybody has them. And so you need to value the things that you have and you need to constantly have a heart of gratitude because just like consistency is important, right? To fulfill a goal or to attract opportunities your way, having a heart of gratitude, it really just makes things ready, available for you to have. When you're cheerful all the time and when you're grateful all the time, people just want to bless you. Nobody want to bless somebody who's bitter. Nobody want to bless somebody who's ungrateful, you know? The more that you are grateful towards someone, the more they're going to want to invest in your life. If someone blessed you, right, and you did not say thank you, although they weren't begging the thank you from you, but if you do not say thank you, do you think that person is going to want to bless you in the future? Of course not. Of course not. And I love this story from the Bible. I don't have time to search it up for you guys. But, you know, Jesus came to his hometown and the crowd was so grumpy and they just were so bitter. Like they were just so discouraged. And it's not even like they were discouraged, but it's like they just kept complaining, saying, oh, isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph and Mary is his mother, you know, yada, yada, yada. That Jesus left and said them of little faith. Right. And he didn't even do that much miracles there because the people were not believing that he was who he said he was, right? And so it's so important for us 
before we close out 2019 to get it together and to really ask the Holy Spirit to really convict convict our hearts and you know teach us to have a heart of gratitude. Teach us to have a heart of gratitude. Teach us to be humble. You know, some of us we we aspire to do great things in life. We aspire to um, you know, be the first in our family to do something that is spectacular, you know, to be, for example, the first millionaire in your family, the first college graduate in your family, you know, but again, you need to be grateful for just where you are and for what you have, because in the end, that is going to show you your true character, your true motive, and that is going to show other people too that they could look up to you because you're not bitter, you're not full of yourself, but you you remember where you came from and you don't leave that notion that you know you're better than everybody else. No, you remember where you came from and you are not ashamed to share the story of where you came from to inspire them to to know that they can do it. That they have the ability to do great things. Amen. Let's go ahead and quickly recap the main points of this final episode of Detox to Reset. And again, y'all, I'm telling you, I'm just so excited to see what comes about after you detox to reset in this season. I'm telling you, God is about to blow our mind. Let's just go ahead and remain steadfast and immovable and do what it is that God has called us to do. Reject fear and remain consistent, right? Be consistent and be grateful, all right? Reject fear, be consistent, and be grateful. Listen, if there's anything I could go ahead and say to close out this episode, it would be, y'all, trust God. Trust God and know that with Him, all things are possible. And I know I say this at the end of every episode, but it is the truth. Just looking down in my own life, seeing what God has done in my own life, you know, has really given me the boldness to allow you to know or to tell you and inspire you to know and encourage you to know that you can trust God and that nothing is impossible with him. Whatever may be impossible for you, that's one thing. But when you include God in that situation, let me tell you, he is able to do what is impossible in your life. He is able to, you know, confuse the mind of people who thought you would never amount to anything. You would never be able to accomplish anything because he is God and the glory is due to his name. He's going to get the glory for all of the things that only he could do in your life. And so as you're detoxing to reset, I greatly encourage you to remember the God that you serve. And to remember that whatever is difficult for you, God will give you the ability according to, you know, his grace to do them. Whatever is made hard for you, God is able to make them easy with the anointing he has given to you through his Holy Spirit who resides within you. And so I encourage y'all continue to believe God at his word. Don't give up. Don't grow weary, as the Bible says. Don't be afraid and do not be discouraged. But to hang in there and to know that God, he is indeed a God who is truthful to his word, who is faithful to his word. And whatever he started in you, he will indeed complete it. But you need to be loyal to God too. Yes, of course, God is faithful even if we are faithless. But that doesn't give us a license to not be faithful to God, y'all. Remain faithful to the Lord. Trust him at all times. And continue to work that ground. Continue to do whatever it is that he has placed in your heart to do. 
and yeah well this is the end of the series y'all detox reset hope that you guys had an amazing time listening to the series and oh if you've missed the previous episodes don't beat yourself up go ahead and stream them now on your favorite um podcast app just a quick announcement remember we're gonna have our um last session for this year november 16th be there the previous session that we had in august let me tell you it was amazing this one i am expecting for god to do even greater things so please show out come out and even invite your friends let's be blessed together all right and again remember all things are possible with christ jesus this was jlp until next time peace out